Welcome to all those joining us for Likut HaLochas. We're continuing in Yoridea, Chelek Sheni, Hilchas Nedorim, Halacha Dalit. Towards the end of paragraph Zion, the last subparagraph, V'zeh Onuroyim Alidei HaToras Nedorim. We dedicate the learning today, Le'ilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yitzchak Leib, whose yard site is on the 10th of Shvat, and Le'ilu Nishmas, Rebbe Froyim, Bereb Shmulzal, whose yard site is also on the 10th of Shvat. And we dedicate the learning for a complete Rufur Shalema to all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Atore Esther Basgalia, Binyamin Moshe Ben Atore Esther, Shlomanisim Ben Mazel, Avram David Ben Chana, Hindachasa Baschana, Sorigitl Baschana Riva, Eitanyol Ben Edna, Tuviat Svi Ben Chayaliza, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Yaakov Yehoshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Gitgenendel Bas Sipoira, Lebelea Bas Sipoira, David Eliol Ben Michal, Shimon Eliezer Ben Michal, Sora Bas Odel and her newborn baby, Rab Nusantal says what we described earlier, we see in the case of Hatoras Nedorim. That it's possible to undo a neder, even though a neder is on a, something on a very high level, it's on the level of Bina and Keser. It's possible to undo a neder by expressing regret, which is an aspect of tshuva, bekoyach hechosam, with the help of the chosam. Afal pisha haneder biatzmoi bechinas tshuva kanal. Even though we saw earlier that neder itself is like tshuva, it's on that higher level. Despite that. Yesh bechina gavoya yoiser. There's something still higher. Sheshom nizbatel haneder alidei hacharoto. Where there on that higher level, it's possible to nullify the neder <coughs> by expressing regret. Kemoykein bechol avodas hashemisporach becholodom ubechol dargu bechol zman. So too is the case regarding serving Hashem. And it applies to every person on every level at any time. Yesh trochim nifloim, the chasodim gedoilum venoyruem, eitzlashim isborach, govoya meal govoya. There are incredible paths and incredible awesome chesed by Hashem, higher and higher, masheena peyocholadaber valev lachshoiv, levels that we can't possibly describe, we can't even fathom. <coughs> So that even though Hashem performed incredible kindness for a person and he lifted up the person out of the dirt and brought the person close to him, and the person unfortunately didn't have pity on themselves. And the person ended up messing up again and again repeatedly. Afal Pikain, despite that, 
יש חסד למעלה מחסד עד אין סוף. There are higher and higher levels of חסד reaching all the way up to infinity. באופן שיוכל לזכרת לה שמזמורך תונד בכל מקום שהוא. So that a person can come close to Hashem always, anytime, no matter where the person is at. As Rabbi Nezal shows and explains in the chapter on Likud Imran that this halach is based on, chapter 7 in the second half of Likud Imran, that the tzaddik is able to infuse life even to those who have fallen very far down. The tzaddik is able to give them life always, no, no limit. So that in the end, all of them will be able to return to Hashem, anyone who holds on to the tzaddik. <coughs> we might have done this paragraph last time, I'm not sure, maybe my marker got moved accidentally. <coughs> Now Rav Nosanzal continues, paragraph Ches, Vezeh Bechinas Rosh Hashanah V'yom HaKippurim. And this is what Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are really all about. Ki Mavoyer Ba'atoyranal, Rabbi Nezal explains over there, in chapter 7, in the second half of Likud Imran, Shekol Zehu Bechinas Yom HaKippurim. That everything he spoke about earlier, about the concept of of the true tzaddik is the one who has pity on Klal Yisrael and takes us out of sin. And the way that he does that is by infusing us with das, because what causes sins is a ruach shtus, a spirit of foolishness. And Rabbi Nezal went on to explain that giving over das applies to two different levels. There's one type of das that has to be given over to people who are on a very high level, and a different type of das that has to be given to people on a low level. <clears throat> and then Rabbi Nisal goes on to explain there in paragraphs Bayes through Hay how this all ties into Yom Kippur. Rabbi Nisal explains there that according to the success that a person achieves on Yom Kippur, with their pleading with Hashem to forgive them, slachna, that's what will define what kind of a Hanukkah the person will have. Because Hanukkah was related to the Hanukkah's Beis HaMikdosh. Because Moshe Rabbeinu pleaded with Hashem to forgive the Jewish people after the sin of the Meraglim. Which is what caused the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. The Gemara says that the Maraglim came back and gave their report on Tishabov, and the Jews cried. Hashem said, You're crying for nothing. You're crying because I'm going to give you the best land in the world. <clears throat> this day is going to be set aside as a date for crying for Kali's role. And that's why both Bote Mikdoshes were destroyed on Tishabov. And Rabbi Nezal says there that all sins are connected to that sin of the Meraglim and the sin of the Egel HaZohov in the Midbar. And when Hashem allowed himself to be appeased by Moshe Rabbeinu, 
And Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu on Yom Kippur, I forgive. That's what paved the way for the Chanukas Beis Hamikdash. Which is the opposite of the sin of the Maraglim, which brought about the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. So therefore, the Slachna on Yom Kippur is what paves the way for the Chanukah, which is the Chanukah's Beis Hamikdash. Hanukkah is generally the next major holiday that follows Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is on the 10th of Tishrei. Then we have the rest of the month. We have, we have Sukkot that goes together with Yom Kippur, sort of. And then we have Cheshvan. There are no real holidays in Cheshvan. Then we go to Kislev, which has Hanukkah in it. Bechinas Hanukkah Sabes Hamikdosh which includes in it all of the tikkunim that are mentioned in that chapter in Likut Imran. The concept of the two levels, the level of a son and the level of a student. As Rabbi Nezal explains very elaborately there in paragraph Yud Aleph in Torah Zayin. <coughs> Viat paragraph tests now. Viato pavene senu shekvar nechva besamiktosh. The aimi shechaper badenu le taharenu mi masoi hagodel shlavene senu. And nowadays, where unfortunately we don't have the besamiktosh, and there isn't a tzaddik available on a, on a level, there isn't a coin godel to purify us from the heavy burden of our averis. The main thing that we rely on and we count on is the special days of tshuva, which really begin from Rosh Chodesh Elul through Yom Kippur, those 40 days. We hope that we'll be zeichet to do a real complete tshuva during that period. Until we'll succeed to achieve our, our request from Hashem for forgiveness on Yom Kippur. That plea for forgiveness. That Hashem will forgive our sins and the sin of the Maraglim, which caused the Chorpen Beis HaMikdash, Shebozeh Tluyim Kol HaChatoim, to which is connected all Averos. Ukishemifel Bakashasenu, and when we'll succeed in having our request granted, Vashemizborach Yanev Yomre Solachti, and Hashem will respond with that word Solachti, I forgive, Aydezeh Nizgel Bechinas Chanukas Beis HaMikdash, through that will be zeichet to the renewal of the Beis Hamikdash, shebozel tluim kol hatikunim anal, upon which is dependent all the different tikunim that Rabbi Nezal describes in that chapter in Kudim Ran. Kimei Rosh Chodesh Elul Ad Yom Kippurim Hemar Boim Yoyim 
נגד ארבועים יואים שפוגמו בהם המרגלים, שקורמו חולות מבית המקדוש, שבזה תלויים כל החתון כנראה. Because from Rosh Chodesh Elul to Yom Kippur is 40 days, which correspond to the 40 days of the trip that the Maraglim took, which is what caused the destruction of the Beis Mikdash, upon which all Averis are related to. We are involved in correcting, in repairing the 40 days of the trip of the Maraglim with our 40 days of tshuva from Rosh Chodesh El to Yom Kippur, until we succeed in achieving <coughs> our request on Yom Kippur, which is our pleading Hashem, Slachno, which also relates to the sin of the Maraglim, to which are connected and tied in all sins. Throughout the days of Elul, we're preparing ourselves to complete this tshuva process. Because during the month of Elul, <coughs> is when we carve out the path for tshuva. Bebechinas, as the Pesach says, Hanoisein bayom derech, that Kaviochel Hashem provides a path through the sea. Shehu kavonas elul. And the Arizal bases his kavonas of elul <coughs> on that Pesach. And Rabbein Asal elaborates on this in Torah Vav, in Likut Imran, and also in the second half of Likud Imran, in Torah Pei Beis. This refers to making a, a real solid path for so that even those people who are in the lowest, lowest places can return to Hashem. Even from the depths of the lowest, lowest level of Gehenim, which is called Shol Tachtias, Yihelahem Derech Kvusha Lechuva, even they will have a solid, clear, well trodden path for Chuva. Kemuvan Batoira Kroes Yahushua, the Simon Vav, Ubatoira Kisetzelam Elchama, the Likute Tanina, the Simon Pebe, Zayn Sham. As Rabbeinazal elaborates on this, in Torah Vav and Likud Imran, and also in Torah Pei Beis in the second half of Likud Imran. The real preparing of this path of Tshuva is completed during the 10 days of Tshuva from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. They are referred to as the 10 days of Tshuva, the Iker Hu Rosh Hashanah, of which we know that the main days are Rosh Hashanah, Kemuvan Misichoisav Hakdoisha Shorabenazal, Goidel Oitzam Malas Rosh Hashanah, as is expressed in the many discussions that Rabbenazal had with us about the incredible importance of Rosh Hashanah. 
where that's when Klal Yisrael is required to travel to true tzadikim, we have to make sure on Rosh Hashanah to be by the true tzaddik, who's the one who really knows how to reveal the path of tshuva to all sinners, even the worst types of sinners. Bibchinas, as the Pasuk says, which we say, at, during Neila on Yom Kippur, you, Hashem, extend a hand even to Poshim, even to spiteful sinners. Paragraph Yud, Ki Iker Hatshuva Nimsha Chalidei Hatzadik, Shehu Horachaman Ho'emest, because the real Tshuva is taught to us and given to us through the tzaddik, who is the real Rahman, the one who has the highest level of Rahmanus. Like Moshe Rabbeinu, Shehu Choyo Hamanik, Vuhu Hamanik. He was the leader of Klal Yisrael who first got us out of trouble, who took us out of Mitzrayim, out of the 49th level of Tumah, and he will be the manhig in all future generations. The Zohar Kodesh says, Moshe Isa Bechol Dara that Moshe Rabbeinu is found in each and every single generation. He comes down to, to assist the tzaddikim, the leading tzaddikim of the generation. The Pesach says in Koheles, Ma Shehoyo that which was is that which will be. And the first letters of Ma Shehoya Hu spell the word Moshe. He's the one who has the real Rachmonus on the Jewish nation, which is to get us out of sin. That's the most important Rachmonus that you can possibly have on a person. He's involved in making the world a, a civilized place, which means to fill the world. As Hashem said to Adam and Chava, fill up the world. That the world should be filled with real human beings, which means people of intellect. What kind of intellect? People who recognize and believe in the existence of Hashem, and they know that and that, and that everything is Hashem. This das is the opposite of sin. Sin is a, a manifestation of lack of das, of ruach shtus. Kimavur Shom, as Rabbi Nizal explains there in the beginning of that chapter. And this tzaddik is zoichel to makifin, to constantly reach higher and higher levels of knowledge, to constantly get to know things that he didn't know before. And Rabbi Nizal shows there in Likudim that the term makifin is like the term tkufa, 
Tkufa means seasons, and it's a term used in the Torah for days and years. And Rabbeinu Zalvir explains that this refers to different levels of makifen. <clears throat> and by the tzaddik constantly achieving new makifen, this is what puts him on a level of koil. Which means that he has the ability to teach those people who are on a very high level and those people who are on the low, lowest level, to lift up those who are very far down. To show those people who are on a very, very low level that they should never give up on themselves. Because Hashem's kavod fills the entire world, even the lowest places. The Hashem Itam, and Hashem is with them down there. And then on the opposite end of the pendulum, to those people who are on a very high madrega, the tzaddik has to be able to show them, what do you see? What do you know? You don't know anything compared to what I'm going to show you, compared to what I'm going to teach you. To get those people to be able to, to say, where is Hashem? To realize that they haven't seen anything yet. And Rabbi Nisal shows there on the Kutim Ram that the tzaddik has to share some of the type of knowledge that he's giving to the people who are very far down. He has to share that with the people who are on the highest level. And to share some of the message that he's broadcasting to the people on the very high level, to share it with the people on the low level. Ayin Shom Kol Take a look over there in Likud Imran and study this very, very well. <clears throat> this is what Rabbein Azal tells us over there. He quotes a story in the Gemara in Baba Basra. The Gemara there relates a story about Rabbi Yeleza and Rabbi Yeshua that they were traveling on a boat <clears throat> and one of them was sleeping. Rabbi Yeleza was sleeping and Rabbi Yeshua was awake. And Rabbi Yeshua saw something and then he shared it with Rabbi Yezer. So Rabbi Nezal explains over there, Shteheim Bechinas Ben Talmud. Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua represent the son and the student. Moshe Rabbeinu had a son, Eliezer, and he had a student, Yehoshua. Vahoyo Rabbi Yoshein, Rabbi Yeshua Neor. The Gemara says Rabbi Yezer was sleeping, Rabbi Yeshua was awake. Because the level of understanding of Hashem that Rebeliezer has, that the sun has, is referred to as sleep. This Here the term sleep doesn't mean lack of seichel. The term sleep means so high a level above all the standard levels of seichel. A level of seichel which a person achieves not by their eyes being open, but by closing their eyes and achieving like the highest level going up to the keser, to the crown. As the Pusik says in describing the future world, 
Ayin loiraso elokim zulaseho. No eye has ever seen your greatness, Hashem. That's what Hashem is going to do for those who wait for Him, referring those who wait for Olam Haba. And Rabbi Nezal shows there on Likud Imran that the first letters of Ayin Loi Roaso Lekim spell the word Eliezer. Eliezer, who represents the son of the tzaddik. And that refers to the people who are on such a high level, they've achieved this level of Olam Haba, of Bina, of Keser. Rosh Hitevo is Eliezer. For Rabbi Yeshua, Neor. Whereas the Gemara says there, Rabbi Yeshua was awake. Ki hasogas Rabbi Yeshua, hi bebechinas hasogas hatalmet, bechinas dorimato, because the, the level of understanding and relating to Hashem of the student represents the people who are on a lower level, which is referred to as waking up. Neor means waking up. Waking up from sleep. Whereby the tzaddik has to wake them up and and to ins- to in- give them the encouragement that they need, that they shouldn't give up on themselves. As the Pasik says, Rise up, wake up and sing, you who are lying in the dirt. And Rabbi Nizal shows there that the first letters of this Pasuk, Yekumun Hokitsavranu Sheikh Neofar, spell the word Yehoshua. Vezehu Vahoyo Rabbi Yehoshua Neor. And that's why in the story there, the Gemara says Rabbi Yehoshua was awake. Ayin Sham Kol Study all of this well over there in the Kutimran. Rabbi Nizal goes into major detail explaining all of this. We'll just finish the paragraph. And we'll, we'll get the paragraph your base and we'll take questions. <laughs> and this is what Rosh Hashanah is all about. Sheoz Ikara That's one of the main times of Tshuva. Because that's what starts the special 10 days of Tshuva. The Iker Hatshuva Ayidei Hatsadik Oemes Prinas Moshe. And one of the most important components of tshuva is the tzaddik emes, bechinas Moshe, shehu bechinas koil, who is this koil? He's the one who knows how to teach Klal Yisrael to give us the das that we need. And now Rav Nassim makes a very important point. Out of these two categories, the people who are on a very high level that the tzaddik is reaching out to, and the people who are on a low level. The tzaddik's main mission is to shine into those people who are on the low level. To show them that Hashem is still with them. <clears throat> and also to be able to show those people on a very high level, <clears throat> to those people on a very high level, <clears throat> to be able to show them, what do you see? What do you know? 
שעל ידי זה מחזירו משף כולם להשם יסבור על כתשובה שלמה. Through this, the tzaddik is able to get everyone to return to Hashem with complete tshuva, וזוכן לבחינה סלחנו בשלמוס ביום הכיפורים, and וזוכן to a real complete forgiveness on Yom Kippur. וזה הדרך מגלה הצדיק בראש השנה. This path that we're describing here, this path of tshuva, the tzaddik reveals it especially on Rosh Hashanah. Ki isa bekavonas Rosh Hashanah, because the Arizal writes in his forum, in the Sefer HaKavonos, Shar HaKavonos, and in the Pre-Yitzchayim, where he speaks about Rosh Hashanah, Shev Rosh Hashanah, oz hu bechinas sheina. The word Rosh Hashanah also means, is milosh sheina, sleep. De'apil durmito al zeran ben, whereby Hashem imposes a sleep <coughs> on Zeranpin, on those lower spheres, chesed through Malchus, <coughs> just as Hashem imposed a sleep, a tardema on Odom Arishon, in order to create Chava. Originally, there are different opinions, but one of the opinions is that Odom and Chava were created as Siamese twins back to back. And that way they couldn't really function. They couldn't, they couldn't be a yichud, a union between them that would produce children. In order for that union to be to come about, Hashem had to impose a sleep on Odomarishan. During that sleep, Hashem cut, he cut the connection between Odom and Chava so that once they were separated, now they could both turn around and be face to face. And form a holy union. So the Arizal goes into detail explaining this. What is the shoifer? <coughs> the shoifer is the alarm clock. The shoifer is the wake up call. The Gemara and the Rambam quotes the Gemara, which says the sound of the shoifer is Uru Yeshenen Mishnaschem Venerdomimitredamaschem. Wake up, all of you who are asleep, wake up. And then we experience a waking up from sleep. Take a look over there in the writings of the Arizal, where the Arizal explains all of this. Now Rav Nosenzal says, Shena v'hisoyorus hashena, this concept of sleep versus waking up from sleep are related to what we mentioned just before about the level of the sun and the level of the student, the level of the people who are the Dori Mawa and the Dori Mata. As it appears in that story in the Gemara where it says Rebeliezer, was asleep, and Rabbi Yeshua was awake. Any questions, please? Okay, now Rav Nosanzal continues. The main sin of the Meraglim was that they spoke out 
against Eretz Yisrael. They tried to discourage the Jews from, from being willing to go to Eretz Yisrael. They gave a negative report about Eretz Yisrael. The Isa the Arizal, it's brought in the writings of the Arizal, Shenishmas Hamaraglim, the Doir Hamidbor, Hoyu Givoyim Mebechinas Eretz Yisrael. That the Nishamais of the Maraglim and the Jews who were part of that generation, the students of Moshe Rabbeinu, were higher. Their souls were on a higher level than Eretz Yisrael. Hoyu Mebechinas Leah. Their neshamos were associated with the upper shechina, which is called Leah, whereas Eretz Yisroel is associated with the lower shechina, which is called Rachel, Malchus. And the Arizal explains that's why they couldn't get to Eretz Yisroel. Ayin Shon, take a look over there in the Eitz Chaim of the Arizal. Rav says now, now, based on this, it seems very strange. Since you're telling me that they were on a higher level than Eretz Yisrael, and that's why they couldn't enter into Eretz Yisrael. Then what's all of this commotion that Hashem got so angry at them that they were poigim in Eretz Yisrael, the Gozar Leim Shloi and Hashem issued a decree that now they're going to have to be sub- travel in the desert for 40 years. If you're telling me that their neshama is on a higher level than Eretz Yisrael, and that's why they couldn't enter into Eretz Yisrael. Good question. This question is asked by, by some of the Sifrei Kabbalah also, and there's other Sifrei Hasidus. However, based on the chapter on Likut Imran, that this halach is based on Torah Zion in the second half of Likut Imran, we'll be able to understand a little bit of a hint regarding this awesome issue, which is the, the, the way that Hashem operates, which is so, so deep. The main sin of the Meraglim was that they were pagan in this concept of koil, which means upper and lower. Which is the concept of the tzaddik. The tzaddik who has the ability to bring together the highest levels and the lowest levels. And that's what helps to bring about the tikkun for all of the different worlds. And that's, that was the whole purpose of creation, for all the worlds to achieve their tikkun. And they messed up in this area. Because the, the most important 
purpose of all of creation was for the sake of man. Now, Ha'odam means the man. Dehainu Bishvil Hatzadik Shenikra Odom, meaning especially for the sake of the Tzadik, who is called Odom. If you remember, we quoted in a, in a previous year that the final Pasik in Kohelis, Soif Dabur Hakol Nishma, that the bottom line after everything is said and done is respect Hashem because this is what all of man is all about. And the Gemara and Brocha says that Kol Ha'odam refers to the Tzadik. Kol Ha'odam is the Tzadik. He's called called he is compared to all of mankind put together in one. Like Moshe Rabbeinu is compared to all 600,000 Nishamas. And the, the most important quality of man is this ability to bind together and attach all the worlds together. Remember, we human beings are a combination of the, the highest and the lowest. A neshama, which comes from the highest, highest possible place, and a body which comes from the lowest place, from dirt. Adama. To bring together and, and connect low, the lower world and the upper world. Upon which is dependent the tikkun of all of the worlds. Because man is a combination of both. Upper and lower. As Rashi Kodesh explains in, in Bereshis on the Pasuk, which says, Hashem blew into Odom Arishan's nostrils a living soul. Rashi says there, Because on the first day of creation, Hashem created heaven and earth, which is upper and lower. Basheni on the second day of creation, Hashem created the sky, that's the upper level. Bashlishi on the third day of creation, Yikavu Amayim. Hashem had all the waters gathered together to form oceans and to create dry land. And, and then on the fourth day, Rashi shows how each day afterwards Hashem took dealt with either upper or lower, not both. And therefore, in order to balance everything out, if Hashem would have created man as only upper or only lower, there would have been an imbalance in creation. By Hashem creating man on the sixth day, who's a combination of upper and lower, that balanced out the whole creation, this whole concept of upper and lower in each and every day of creation. Because that's called perfection, that's completion, when it's a combination of upper and lower. And this is the greatest pleasure of Hashem, 
When this physical, materialistic world joins together and is bound with the upper spiritual, pure worlds. As Rabbein Zal explains in this chapter of the Kutimran, chapter 7, as it says clearly in a pasuk, Hashem, you desire the praise that comes from earthlings, from people who are made of clots of earth. And as we say this in the Musaf, of Yom Kippur, this is the real will of Hashem. And this is the real reason why Hashem made the entire creation from beginning to end. All of it for the sake of man who has free choice, who resides in this physical materialistic world. The main avoida of a, of a human being is to bond, bring together, to connect together upper and lower. This is the greatest pleasure and joy of Hashem. Because from the day that Hashem created the world, He wanted His divine presence to be found in among the lower places, in the lower places, as it says in Medrash Tanchuma, Parshas Nasai. And this concept of bonding together, upper and lower, this aspect of coil that we discussed in the previous Shurim, is not accomplished by any angel, even the highest angels, the Srofim, and their likes. The only ones who can make that happen is we human beings, we lowly human beings. And especially through the Tzadik, who is to see to it that all of his actions are good. He, he only does good things. He doesn't do bad things. He is to this aspect of coil, as the Zohar Kodesh says, coil is the tzaddik, who is the esoid, which is coil everything above him. He's the one who's to band together and to merge together, upper and lower. That's the main reason for which everything was created. I mentioned recently in different shurim that an example of this that we see clearly is Rabbi Shimon Bar We know that Lag Boimer is the largest gathering of Jews in the world. Lag Boimer, pre-COVID, there were close to a half a million or three quarters of a million people coming to Miron during the two, three days around Lag Boimer. 
And most people, you mentioned Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi, they know a Zohar Kodesh. He, he had a koilel. He had the highest level koilel in the world, you know, teaching them Kabbalah. But what they're not aware of is that Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi was also for the people way down. The famous story in the Gemara Brachas, where the Gemara says Rabbi Gamliel, who was the Nasi at that time, he placed a guard at the entranceway to the yeshiva, not allowing people to come into the yeshiva unless they were first checked out first to see if they were really, really worthy and qualified to enter into the yeshiva. And Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi is the, the one who orchestrated a whole plan to depose Rabbi Gamaliel for a short period of time and, and have a new Nasi put into place, Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah, and then Rabbi, Shim, Rabbi, Rabbi Gamaliel was put back eventually in the end. Rabbi Gamaliel did tshuva for this in the end. And it, the Gemara says one of the results of this whole production was that they removed the guard at the entrance to the base Medrash and they added 400 or 700 benches to the yeshiva. Meaning they opened the doors wide. Everyone come. Everyone is welcome. And this was the work of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi. And so to Rabbi Nezal, we see a similar thing by Rabbi Nezal in Oman. There are Rabbonim that come there, big Talmidei Chachamim, people who can cry in tefillah. And then you see people there, men there with two earrings or one and a half hair, all kinds of, all kinds, all types. And, and the tzaddik is this Bechina of Koil, bringing together the Dorimala, the Dorimata. A question in the chat regarding the Dordea that was above Eretz Yisrael, what's higher than Eretz Yisrael, which is Atzilus, where the Neshama said the generation of Dordea from Olmato? The answer is that the Arizal says over there, and I've seen this in other Sfarim, that Eretz Yisrael is a Bechina of Malchus, the Shechina. <laughs> and Rabbein Israel brings this in Torah Dalet and Likutuman, the Eretz Meskoyma Maloi, and, and that Eretz Yisrael is associated with the lower Shechina, whereas the Neshamois of the, of the Dordeo were associated with the upper Shechina. Question in the chat first, Rav Zal says that in our tshuva, we mostly rely on Aseraz Himei tshuva. But then he says we mostly rely on the Tzadik Emes, which is more important. They're, they're, they're both very important. It's two, two different issues. One is timing, that the most important timing of tshuva is aserasimei tshuva. And the other one is that besides timing, you need the person who's able to inspire and awaken and open our mind, make us realize what Hashem is all about and what tshuva is all about. And that's the tzaddik. Good question. What should the Miraglim have done to bind upper and lower worlds? Rav Nosazal is going to come to that. I have a question, Rav. Yes. Um, it's so three things I'm having trouble understanding. Um, one is I'm having trouble understanding the concept between the 40 days um, from Elor to Yom Kippur, how that's related to the, the Miraglim. And the second is I'm having trouble understanding how the Miraglim were on a higher level than Eretz Yisrael. And the third is the, I don't understand how the body is considered lower 
and not the same as the neshama because the the, the baby comes out with the neshama, with the body, with the, and the body seems like a very holy thing. You know, the baby has fingernails, you know? It seems like they come from the same place. Let's see if I can remember all three questions. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the, the last question, you, you have a car. You have a, a car that has many components to it and it has a battery to it. With all the doors and the, all the different, and, and the upholstery, the leather upholstery and everything, if the battery isn't inside of it, that car will not function, will not move. So in certain respects, the battery is the most important thing by far. It's the life of the car. So too, there's a body and there's a reshama. And they're two different components. Hashem puts them together, which is the most incredible thing imaginable. But, but the neshama comes from the highest spiritual place, and the body comes from earth. Earth, ad, the word Adam means is like Adama, earth. So it's upper and lower. The 40 days of tshuva correspond to the 40 days of the trip of the Meraglim. The Torah tells us that they left on, 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 on. They came back, they came on Tishabov. They came back on Tishabov, which means they left on Rosh Chodesh Tammuz, if I'm not mistaken. Their, their journey was 40 days, and their journey is what brought us the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. And therefore, the tikkun of this is our 40 days of tshuva from, from Rosh Chodesh Elul through Yom Kippur. What was the third question? How were the Moroccan on a higher level than Eretz Yisrael? The, the answer is again, because the Arizal explains the Arizal and the Zohar Kodesh are the ones who really know and describe, define and describe the different spiritual levels. And they tell us that Eretz Yisrael is something very holy, but Eretz Yisrael is plugged into the lower Shekhinah. Whereas the souls of the Moroccan and the people of that generation came from a higher place, came from the upper Shekhinah. Rav, with the first question, we're saying there's a tikkun for the Beit Hamikdash, the the Miraglim. We didn't have the Beit. We didn't have the Beit Hamikdash yet. So how? Yeah. Right. The, the answer is, but as a result of their sin, that's what caused that date. The date that they came back and gave their report was the ninth of Av. And Hashem said, because of this terrible, terrible mistake, this terrible sin of, of speaking negatively about Eretz Yisrael and discouraging the Jews from going to Eretz Yisrael, this date is being established now as a date in history for tragedy. And that's the date that was chosen for the destruction of both Beis Hamikdashes. Now, to address the question, the, the final question, what should the Meraklam have done? <clears throat> Rav Nosenzal is going to show us later that this is the same mistake of Nodov and Aviu in not being willing to get married. And this is the same mistake of the angels when Hashem first uh, uh, decided to create man. And there were angels who said, Hashem, don't do it. You'll be sorry. Man is going to commit sins. And also when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to get the Torah, to bring the Torah down to earth, Hashem said, what is he talking about? 
The Torah belongs up here. The Torah doesn't belong down on earth. It's all this mistake of not realizing that Hashem's greatest pleasure is when upper and lower merge together. One form of that is husband and wife merging together. Another form of that is, is human beings, you know, body and soul. And with the Maraglim, they didn't understand that even though they're on a very high level, that's not Shlemus yet. The real Shlemus can and only will be achieved in Eretz Yisrael when the Jews come to Eretz Yisrael. And that's where this, that's where the Beis Hamikdash will be built. And that's where upper and lower come together. As Rabbi Nezal shows there on the Kutimran, and Rabbi Nezal will speak about this, you know, soon, Mitzvah That was the mistake. That even just a person just being on a high level, that's not enough. Just like Rabbi Nezal starts that chapter on the Kutimran by saying, so that even when the tzaddik leaves this world and goes to a very high place, that's not Shlemus yet. The Shlemus is that he should make sure before he leaves to, to leave his das down in this world to shine his das into children and students so that the tzaddik is living in both worlds at the same time. Like David Amel says in Tehillim, Agura Hashem, allow me to live in your tent in worlds. Oilamim is plural, worlds. By being in both places at the same time, being up in Gan Eden and everything, but at the same time that Sadiq made sure to leave his das down here on earth, that his das continues to bring people close to Hashem through his children, through his students, through his gravesite, through all the different ways that the Sadiq is is in both places at the same time, upper and lower. Any other questions, please? I have one more question, Rav. Um, Rabbi Nachman talks about them a lot of times about the importance of being in Eretz Yisrael, but at the same time, he tells us on Rosh Hashanah, go to Uman. I get confused between the two. The answer is, number one, that Eretz Yisrael and Uman are, are one. There's a, a short chapter on the Kutimran where Rabbi Nezal said, when he was living, he said about the grave of the Baal Shem Tov, that a person visiting the grave of the Baal Shem Tov is like going to Eretz Yisrael, because there's a pasuk, Tzadikin Yershu Eretz. The Tzadik inherits the land, the land of Eretz Yisrael. The place where the Tzadik is, is like the holiness of Eretz Yisrael. It's brought, the Gemara tells us, that Ezra HaSoifer, one of the greatest tzaddikim of all time, Ezra HaSofer, did not go to Eretz Yisrael as long as his rabbi was alive. His rabbi, Baruch ben Neiria, he stayed with the rabbi. When the rabbi passed away, that's when Ezra gathered the Jews together, those who were willing to go with him, and went to Eretz Yisrael, showing that this was more important, his being with his rabbi, was more important than going to Eretz Yisrael at the time. And, and we know that in Eretz Yisrael itself, we have the story of the Maraglim, where two of the Maraglim, Yehoshua and Kolev, were successful. Ten of the Maraglim fell and committed this horrific sin. 
And the difference between the two and the ten was the connection to the tzaddik. Yehoshua was the closest person to Moshe Rabbeinu, and therefore Moshe Rabbeinu was mispalel for him and saved him from falling into the sin of the Meraglim. Kolev went to Hebron, which was a very dangerous place to go to then as it is today. And he went there to connect with Avram Yitzhak Yaakov. He went to the graves of Avram Yitzhak Yaakov to be mispal over there. Those two were clean, did not engage at all in the sin of the Meraglim, and they did inherit Eretz Yisrael, and the other ten failed, unfortunately. So we see how critical is this connection to the tzaddik. When Breslovers leave Eretz Yisrael to go to Uman, they're leaving Eretz Yisrael and going to Eretz Yisrael, and in a certain respect, going to the highest form of Eretz Yisrael. Wishing everybody a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Mietzeshem will continue the Shir Mietzeshem on Thursday morning, Eretz Yisrael time. Mietzeshem. Broadcasting from New York. Please keep me in mind in your tefillahs for Hatzlacha. Mietzeshem. All the best.